Gonna turn it up, please. Them Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with At the bodega. It's your man Benz from Rail. We're thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there this evening? I hope everybody's doing incredible. Anyway, let me tell you something what's going on in Maryland, Washington, D.C. A Maryland teenager fatally stabbed over dipping sauce dispute. 16 year old suspect charged with murder. A uh, Waldorf. Maryland teenager was fatally stabbed early Sunday morning after a dispute over a fast food dipping sauce turned physical. Now, a Washington, D.C. Superior Court magistrate judge has ordered the suspect accused of stabbing the 16-year-old be held at a secure juvenile facility until her next hearing date on Friday. News sources reported that the suspect, also 16, and from Waldorf faces second-degree murder and multiple other charges in the fatal stabbing of Naima Ligon. Uh, before giving her decision, Judge Sherry Betty Arthur reportedly told the court that the incident was a dispute over sauce. All right, over dipping sauce. This is crazy. I don't understand. Why? At about... 2.10 in the morning, Sunday morning, a group of young people stopped at the 24-hour McDonald's by U Street and 14th Street Northwest in Washington after driving from Maryland to go to a party in D.C. During the juvenile hearing Monday, it was revealed that an argument started inside the vehicle over fast food giants, sweet and sour dipping sauce before turning physical. The teens, who were still near the eatery, got out of the vehicle and the fight continued. One of the defense attorneys said that the suspect stabbed Miss Liggins in self-defense after getting jumped during the fight. All right, so one of the suspects stabbed Liggins in self-defense after getting jumped during the fight. Prosecutors challenged the claim, alleging that the surveillance footage showed the fight had ended when the suspect lunged toward Ligon as she returned to the vehicle. Ligon was pronounced dead after being rushed to Howard University Hospital for stab wounds to the abdomen and torso. Yeah, if you get stabbed into the abdomen and torso, that might be a problem. Naima was a beautiful, smart, funny, and unique young lady who loved life, who loved life. She was loved and admired by so many people. Naima loved music and arts, basketball, and she was shaping up to be a master barber. She had just been hired to work at Krispy Kremes as a donut specialist. I never heard such a thing, but she was um, hired to work at Krispy Kreme. I'm not trying to be funny, y'all. This, this is a tragic situation, but I never heard of a donut specialist, but whatever. And was preparing to get her driver's license. Naima's mother, Joy Ligon, told news sources, the impact of this senseless, senseless loss has affected our family, our friends, and our community. Naima will never see her prom or her graduation. We will not get to see her graduate from college or get married and have children. Monday marked the first day of school at Thomas Stone High School in Waldorf, where Ligon was to attend. This is not the news 
a principal ever wants to share, let alone the day before we start a new school year. Thomas Stone High School Principal Shanif Pearl said in a statement, I ask that you please keep Naima's families and friends, loved ones, and our school community in your thoughts and prayers. All right, so they got into an argument over some dipping sauce. Like, this don't make no sense. But stabbing somebody in the torso and abdomen is bad, you know? Even getting shot in the abdomen is bad. I know, I'm a ex-military personnel and I know about combat. Uh, I know all about physical combat and stuff like that because I did a, a hell of a lot, a hell of a lot of training in it. So, and then you know I went to theater, so I know stuff like this. But yeah, I'm just trying to understand the ramifications. Like what? Like hold up, I gotta look at it again because. It's crazy how this fight ensued. All right, news sources reported that the suspect also seeks to... All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. A teenager was fatally stabbed early Sunday morning after a dispute over a fast food dipping sauce turned physical. All right, I don't want... Okay, the judge said whatever. News sources reported that the suspect, also 16 and from Waldorf, faces second-degree murder and multiple other charges in the fatal stabbing of Naima Ligon. Before giving her decision, okay, the judge, Sherry Betty, author, reportedly told the court that the incident was a dispute over SARS. At about 2 in the morning Sunday, a group of young people stopped at the 24-hour McDonald's by U Street and 14th Street North west in washington after driving from maryland to go to a party in dc during the juvenile hearing monday it was revealed that an argument started inside the vehicle over the fast food giant's sweet and sour dipping sauce before before it turned physical the teens who were still near the eatery got out of the vehicle and the fight continued one of the defense attorneys said that the suspect stabbed ligon ligon in self-defense after getting jumped during the fight so, okay, so Ligon and others jumped the suspect because I'm trying to clarify this right here. Defense, one of the defense attorneys said that the suspect stabbed Ligon in self-defense after getting jumped during the fight. So they had a surveillance video of this. Prosecutors challenged the claim, alleging that the surveillance footage showed the fight had ended when the suspect lunged toward Ligon as she returned to the vehicle. Ligon was pronounced dead after being rushed to the Howard University Hospital for stab wounds to the abdomen and torso. All right. So there were statements from her moms and family and the um, principal. Um, this is this happened a day before she was about to start her first day of school in high school. So yeah, that's crazy though. Yeah, but if you get stabbed in the torso, you need to hurry up and get to the hospital. For anybody that ever gets into a situation like that, the first thing you better do is hurry up medical aid like as fast as possible. And you gotta keep pr pressure on the wound. Like you gotta keep pressure on the wound and try to get um, a vodka, alcohol, or a very high content of alcohol and pour it on the wound fast as possible and keep pressure on the possible wrap, wrap it, wrap it real fast 
Make sure you get medical assistance quick as possible. Time is running out. You cannot lose that much blood. That's 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 what you gotta like. Um, hurry up and make sure that you move very quick so you can freaking get medical assistance, especially if you get stabbed in that region right there, the torso. And it, it and it's not just the torso and abdomen. It can be anywhere in your body. You can't lose that much blood, all right? No human can. So I just got to put that out there for the people that's listening to me so you know if something happens, if you get, even if you get bitten by a dog, you can't bleed too much. You got to stop the bleeding. That's, that's the whole point. Especially if you're not drinking water. If you're one of them people that like to drink a lot and drink a lot of alcohol, it's because alcohol dehydrates you. Or if you do drugs a lot, it dehydrates you. So you got to make sure that you are very fast in getting medical attention or try to freaking stop the bleeding. That's the whole point, all right? But we're going to keep it moving. This is thinking out loud. This is what we do over here. We help you think about things so you could be alive and so you could prosper in this life. That's why I tell you these stories that's going on all around the world in America, especially because I need you people to know and be aware. All right. Moving along. Arizona mother and partner sentenced for a horrific child abuse, including setting a 10 year old on fire. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Setting a 10-year-old on fire, literally. An Arizona mother and her romantic partner were sentenced to 20 years in prison for extreme child abuse, including physical attacks, withholding of food and evidence of one defendant lighting a 10-year-old victim on fire. All right. Uh, Maricopa County... Attorney Rachel Mitchell announced the prison sentence for the child's mother, Chloe Ray Sergeant and Keola Wimbish, who were both arrested on April 5th, 2022, after a family member reported the abuse to authorities. The abuse on the surgeon's child was significant, Mitchell stated the attorney, Mitchell, and included physical attacks with holding of food all right, failing to seek medical care for injuries and evidence that one of the defendants lit the child on fire. Okay, so news sources reported on April 2022 that Mrs. Surgeon told investigators about the alleged abuse, which included hitting the child with a machete and a crowbar. And a family member told investigators they never saw the two fed the child. Doctors reported to the police that the child was extremely malnourished, all right? The doctors reported to the police about that, all right? Had 12 broken bones, among other severe injuries, like infected cuts requiring surgical intervention to help heal the wounds. Ms. Surgeon and Mr. Wimbish both pleaded guilty in court to single counts of child abuse and attempt to commit child abuse. Wimbish pleaded guilty to a second charge of attempt to commit child abuse. Both defendants were sentenced to 20 years in state prison, followed by 10 years of supervised probation. Mrs. Sergeant and Mr. Wimbish were in a romantic relationship at the time of the abuse, 
and the two lived together with the victim and two other children. The abuse this child suffered at the hands of the people who were supposed to love and care for them, for her, is horrific, uh, Attorney Mitchell stated. And particularly grateful to this young victim who was willing to bravely tell her story thanks to the intervention of a caring relative, thorough investigation by the police, and hard work by the, I forgot the name of that county, but the prosecutor's office, uh, justice was done. Yeah, that's crazy, man. What the hell? Supposed to take care of the kids, people. What the heezy? Why? Uh-oh. And then, when, when the child goes for like a physical and a physician or whatever the provider and they see something that doesn't make sense they will report it to authorities that is part of their protocols so if you basically if you're a parent out there and you're not doing too good to your child just just um tell somebody tell your moms that you can't take care of the kids. Or there's so many resources out there. You have to talk or speak. But not in the magnitude of what these two people did to the children. Like, if you're doing that, man, I don't know what to tell you. You probably, you're, you're probably going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Because you ain't supposed to do that to no kids. Children ain't asked to be in this motherfucker. So, the, the, it was hell to even freaking you making it worse for them, all right? All right, I don't condone that stuff, and I don't like that one bit, all right? The child already didn't ask to be here, and you being a dickhead, um, harming the child and abusing abusing the child, that's just, you know, you worse than the devil if you ask me, but we're going to keep it moving, all right? Florida mother kills two children. See, we got a bunch of stuff over here. And she then she killed herself in a apparent murder-suicide after losing custody battle. Okay. A Florida woman allegedly shot and killed her two children before killing herself in a apparent murder-suicide after losing custody of her son, according to the Polk County Sheriff's Office. Brandy... Hutchins is accused of shooting her 10-year-old son, Aiden, and 19-year-old daughter before turning the gun on herself inside the family's mobile home in Lake Wells, or Lake Wales. I don't know how to pronounce it, but I tried my best. If I butcher it, I'm, I apologize. The incident took place after a judge ordered her to surrender Aiden to his father, who lives in Maine. Hutchins' daughter... Hutchins' daughter had a different father. The 19-year-old had a different father uh, and was not involved in the custody battle. Hutchins' ex-husband was in Florida to, to appear in court with her because she did not appropriately turn over custody of their son. Polk County Sheriff Grady Jude said she was instructed to give up custody of him by 6 p.m. Friday but failed to show up for the appointment. The sheriff's office learned that Ms. Hutchins violated the court order and deputies worked through the weekend to locate the boy. Deputies arrived at the home Sunday afternoon and found the bodies of the boy, his half-sister, and his mother. Uh, 
Ms. Jude said the sheriff's office investigation indicates Hutchins has murdered her 10-year-old child and her 19-year-old child murdered them. And then subsequent to that, she shot herself. I can't imagine a more horrific set of circumstances. Jude answered, added. All right, Jude, I don't know how to pronounce her name, but Judd added. The sheriff said Hutchins had no criminal history or indication of potential violence. Yeah, that's crazy. So the boy's father addressed his son's death Sunday on Facebook. It is with a heavy heart that I am writing this to give everyone an update about my son, Aiden Hutchins, who was taken by his mother on August 25th, 2023, who decided to murder him. He wrote he was killed by her today, August 27th, 2023. He will forever be in my heart and did not deserve this. That's what he wrote on the Facebook, the father. And judge said that the sheriff's office deals with many court orders, but, but rarely sees an incident like this. He also offered his condolences to the family. Okay, my heart breaks for all of the family, judge said. We are devastated for this beautiful 10-year-old child, all because mom did not want to turn the child over to the rightful father pursuant to a court order. Man, I guess she ain't want to part. She ain't want to depart from him. That is crazy. That is super wicked. I'm trying to look for news that's a, a little bit more light to it because I don't want to talk about no none of that no more. All right. Uh, let me see. I see something right here. Uh, I see something right here. Hold up. Give me a second. The University of North Carolina Chapel Hill Falconcy murder. Who is suspect? Tali Kui. A University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill graduate student. Tali Kui has been charged with first degree murder and having a gun on educational property in connection with a shooting on the school's campus Monday, according to the court documents obtained by news sources. The shooting incident that left Zija Yan, an associate professor in the Department of Applied Physical Sciences, dead prompted a lockdown around 1 p.m. and University of North Carolina Chapel Hill school buildings as students begin their first week of classes. This loss is devastating, and this shooting damages the trust and safety that we so often take for granted in our campus community. University of North Carolina Chancellor Kevin uh, Gus Cowicks, you know I butchered that name yesterday night when I reported this, Kevin Gus Cowicks said during a press conference Monday, we will work to rebuild that sense of trust and safety. Authorities did not say if Key, 34 years old, specially targeted Yan, have not revealed a motive behind the killing. No other injuries were reported. Key was a PhD student and in the same research group as Yan, according to the school's website. Authorities said shots were fired around 1 p.m. at Cordell Laboratories, where Yan was apparently found deceased in a lab. Key 
who was allegedly armed with a 9mm pistol, was taken into police custody around 2.31 p.m. The suspect is scheduled to, to appear in court on Tuesday at 2 p.m. And he already did that. Um, and posts from Key's apparent social media pages, he sought new friends and complained about hard work. Would like to make some... He said something like this in the tweet. Would like to make some new friends. He wrote in July, in a July tweet. I am a second year PhD student interest in nanoparticle synthesis, optical trapping, self assembly, spectra analysis, and what's this one? I don't know what this one is. ML, ML, a bit stupid in daily trifles. Very enthusiastic, talking about research. Uh, in a June post, he complained about many counterintuitive situations in society, stating that minimum wage do more harm. Uh, sick to instead to instead to protect the poor. Gender quota is not to protect women, but to enhance the discrimination. In May, he posted for a PhD student. Pay much attention to working time every day is really childish. But pay pay much attention to working time every day is really childish. I know many people who want me who want to what the fuck? I know many people want to show them working and working. I don't know what the fuck this is, but no, that's not human at all. I can't. I'm not reading that because I don't. I don't. I don't see the sense of what he's saying. Last year, he posted that he was walking less every day and feeling more tired, just because I spend too much time to persuade myself that I work just out, that I work just out of interest instead of to shows others aren't working. He said, and yet another bizarre tweet from last year. He complained about people saying he is lazy and that to prove me working. What the fuck, man? Why they even even type this stuff down, bro? They're making me mad and shit. Key apparently attended Wuhan University in China prior to attending Louisiana State University, where he received his master's degree in science before heading to the before he started heading to the nation's oldest state university in Chapel Hill, according to his link um, profile. All right, so one student who spoke with news sources on the condition of uh, anonymity uh, Monday, well, trying to be anonymous, Monday said he ran outside a large lecture hall after getting an alert about an armed and dangerous person on campus and saw people running in the direction of the Genome Science Building. Okay, so the I decided to take the corner and investigate to see what was going on. That's when I saw cops engage their slides on their AR-15s. I heard one large bang, but nothing other than that. The student said, I stayed around the area and saw people running out of the chemical lab. The student added that the general feeling around campus described in one word is disturbed. Aiden Scott, a university uh, North Carolina graduate student and former classmate of Key's, told news sources that Key was quiet and seemed very nice. 
I would have never guessed that he would be the kind of person who could possibly be capable of this kind of thing, Scott stated. He was always very quiet. Every single time he would talk to me, he seemed very nice when I saw his face in the reports online. I was beyond shocked. One of my friends worked with him in the chemistry lab. However, he graduated this past year and was not there, he stated. Overall, it was extremely unexpected. I would always see stuff in the news, but never expected to see things like this in person firsthand taking place. The campus is extremely saddened and frustrated by the current events. For example, there were petitions on campus to ban University of North Carolina police officers and even having police free days, which is disturbing altogether because situations like this are when we need police more than ever. Yeah, that's kind of weird that he said that right there. That's going to spark a fucking uh, a thesis. What's that, uh, what's that thing? Conspiracy theory. Yeah, that right there. That, that whole sentence right there. All right? See how he said, I always see stuff in, in the news, but never expected to see things like this in person, firsthand taking place. See, the campus is extremely saddened and frustrated by the current events. For example, there were petitions on campus to ban the police officers, the University of North Carolina police officers, and even having police free days because they don't want to see cops on campus, which is disturbing altogether because situations like this are when we need police more than ever. That part that I just told you right there, that part, that's going to cause a conspiracy theory, all right? It's going to conspire some thesis, all right? Because I'm already thinking about some theories. I'm like, that's weird that he said that right there. Like, that's extremely weird. Like, why, why, why did you say that? Now I'm starting to think. Now, dude, what happened? What really happened? What made um, Key, the suspect that shot the, um, that professor, like what wind them up because they say he was very quiet he was a cool person to be around so what wind wind him up see now now there's gonna be some questions now that, that this person said this right here because now i'm starting to think all right chapel hill issued an all clear alert just after 4 30 p.m all classes were canceled on monday and tuesday yeah why they put that statement there? Now I'm going to think. Now I'm going to feel like, man, they done put that man out there so the police could be there. You see what I'm saying? Like, yo, why you do that to me, man? And then I had a hard time reading the goddamn post that Key put on his goddamn Twitter because I was not understanding none of that shit. I gave up on everything. I said, bro, I'm not reading this shit. I just kept it moving. But now that this young laddie said something about, oh, we don't want to see police on campus. We want to be free of this. And then this major incident happened where, where they see they need police on campus. You know, this is very frustrating if you ask me. But I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet, but it wasn't that short. You got you a good gulp of it. 
All right? This is your man, Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, which I have not been active on. And I don't know when I'm going to jump on there. But, you know, I got to work on my Spotify stuff because I'm getting that money. And I don't even have to say Spotify no more. I just got to say podcast now. Oh, oh, from here on, from here on to this um, day forward, I'm going to say my podcast because I don't need to say other people's names no more because my podcast is now bigger and better and batter baby all right subscribe to my youtube subscribe to all the social media accounts that you could think about all you got to do is type in in the search engine is on um, box mention that is b-o-x-b-e-n-j-i you just type that in the search engine on instagram tiktok uh, um rumble whatever you could go on doggone uh, which one that i said youtube you're gonna see your man right there I'm saying you could type in Benz Pharrell, but Box Benji, that's the name that you just need to type. And you're going to catch me on all social media sites and you will see me giving you the news that you want to listen to. No mumbo jumbo, no nonsense that's not conducive to you. I'm talking about something that you need to hear so you know what to do when you jump in your car trying to get you a little McDonald's too in the morning. Matter of fact, I think they closed all of the McDonald's over here, down here in Houston. Like, they used to be 24-hour McDonald's, but they shut that shit down. You know, they they did that way before um, Walmart. Walmart used to be 24 hours uh, all throughout the night, but they shut that bitch down uh, uh, right after COVID. Right after COVID, it changed. When COVID hit, everything changed. So, so I'm going to holler at you people later, all right? Hurricane Adelia. It's fucking up everything right now because I'm looking at that right now. Tampa, Florida, and Tallahassee, Florida is feeling the goddamn... Tallahassee, Florida is feeling most of the um, hurricane's energy at this moment as I speak. But I will talk to you people later. Don't go crazy. Be a nice person. Don't hurt your children. This is what this goddamn segment was about. Mama's going crazy. And killing everything because they couldn't have custody of their children. But peace.